but I will say that while paperwork and the legal process can be complex at times, they are 100% manageable with the correct research and preparation. You just have to follow the paperwork. Like, it will be okay. Hey, my name is Jordan Giberson. I'm a Texas girl living and thriving in London. The best thing I've ever done? Moving abroad, hands down. And I'm passionate about helping others do the same. Are you curious about finding a job abroad? You're in the right place, friend. I'll teach you the tried and true secrets of how to make moving abroad a reality for you and how to live a fulfilling life once you get there. We'll cover topics like choosing the best visa for you, how to get a job offer in another country, how to get over your fear of moving abroad, and how to live a life you love once you get there. This is the Move Abroad Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Move Abroad Podcast. It is your favorite host, Jordan Giberson. (laughs) Thanks for joining me today. So today I wanted to discuss the main excuses that Americans give for not moving abroad to Europe and why these are actually myths. So we're going to go over 13 of these common excuses that Americans give for not moving abroad, and then I'm going to basically talk about why these are myths or misconceptions. So I'll go ahead and start us off with number one excuse is about friends and family. So a lot of Americans, they have strong ties to friends and family, which we love in the US and moving abroad to Europe might feel like you're going to be moving far away from them and it might be a significant deterrent and you might feel like you might lose these relationships and there's a fear of not being as close to your loved ones and I totally get it. I am very close to my family and my friends and I will say this was one of my fears as well is losing connection with these people that I love so dearly. But this is actually a myth. So while being away from friends and family, it's totally valid. There are modern technologies that do allow us to have easy communication through video calls, social media as well, and just messaging on various apps. So I would say that additionally, a lot of people find the experience of moving abroad, it creates a lot of opportunities for personal growth and new connections with new people, but there's always room for our loved ones as well. I found different communication styles that work with different people. Um, With my parents, I typically call them once a week or so. And my sister, I call her frequently as well. Maybe once every 10 days, we'll have a really long hour conversation, hour and a half sometimes with her. And then with my brother, I figured that it's a little bit easier to just use Snapchat. Um, And we all send memes to each other with my sister and brother. And with my friends, we update each other on our group chat on big life updates. But I would say this was a big fear of mine whenever I was first moving abroad. But I was actually really surprised at how not big of a deal it actually is. I think if you move abroad, you feel like because you're physically so far away that you lose these connections. But to be honest, I always kind of think about what would it have been like if I were to have moved to Dallas, Texas, for example, moving from Austin or um, if I were to move to a different state. I always told myself that I would probably move to New York if I decided that if London didn't work out for me. But I think I would have had the same, I would have gone through the exact same thing. I think I still would have gone home every few months and I wouldn't stay as long. And I think, for example, if I were to live in Dallas, I would maybe go home once every two months probably and I'd probably stay for a weekend. Whereas I go home every six months and I stay for two weeks. I think the amount of time that I'm actually with my friends and family is a bit more concentrated and 
I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way, but I think because I don't come home as often, people do kind of shift their plans around whenever I'm going to be back or they'll make sure that they're available. Whereas if I'm coming back every two months just for a weekend, I think people aren't as concerned about trying to make plans with me or they wouldn't be as concerned. Um, Maybe they would, but I just think that because I don't come home as often, people make a bit more of an effort and I plan ahead a bit more to meet up with as many people as I can. And I also think that the amount of time that I'm spending with my parents and my family and my friends, it would be about the same amount of time if I were to have moved to Dallas, Texas, for example, or New York as London. Anyways, moving on to point number two, that was way too long. Um, Job and career is a second common excuse that people give. So there are a lot of concerns whenever you're not aware of the job market and career development. Um, So you could be worried about different job opportunities, career advancement and stability that might make you a bit hesitant about moving abroad. And it's a bit uncomfortable because you don't know about the career trajectory in the US versus this new European country. But this is actually a myth. I think that Europe offers a lot of diverse job opportunities a lot across a ton of different industries. So they're always going to need nurses. They're always going to need doctors. Every country is going to need accountants. Every country is going to have entrepreneurs who are selling physical products. There's going to be really similar jobs in most countries. So I think if you do a lot of research and preparation, I think that you'll find that the job that you are looking for or the entrepreneurial pursuits that you want to have would align with your skills and goals just as much in Europe as it would in the States. And I think that also for careers for nine to fivers, I think that having international experience actually really enhances your resume and it opens up doors to really unique career paths and makes you stand out as candidates. If you were to live in a European country and then move back to the States a couple years later. The third excuse that I hear a lot is on the language barrier. This is definitely valid, and I will say that while many Europeans do speak English, there is a potential language barrier that can be intimidating for Americans who don't speak any other language besides English. And maybe you took four years of Spanish like me, but you still are not necessarily proficient in Spanish. Uh, It is a little bit embarrassing. But anyways, I think that this is a very valid fear and the fear of communication, not being able to communicate with people around you is difficult and can definitely deter people from being able to make that move. But this is a bit of a myth. I will say that while language barriers can exist, many Europeans, especially in more urban areas or areas where there's more tourism, they speak English. I think if you're in the middle of nowhere where there's not normally tourists, then yes, there's going to be more of a language barrier. But a lot of Europeans, especially younger people, do know English quite well. And I will say as well that learning the local language, it definitely can enhance your expat experience, your experience of living abroad, and it opens doors to being able to integrate into the culture a bit better. So I definitely think that you will want to learn the local language, but I definitely think that 
you can get by without knowing a ton. So I think it's great to prepare a bit before you leave and to be practicing on Duolingo or however you're learning that language. But obviously, whenever you're completely immersed in that language and culture, you'll learn so much more than just on an app. So I think just being patient with yourself and realizing that you will be able to get by with only being able to speak English and you'll learn the language as you go. Excuse number four is cultural adjustment. So moving to a new country, it involves adapting to a completely different culture, customs, and way of life for people. So some Americans can feel anxious about these challenges of adjusting to this culture and how it might be different from what they're used to, which is completely valid. It's a completely valid fear. However, cultural adjustment, it's a natural part of moving abroad. And while these challenges might arise whenever you're first arriving and you'll notice it a ton in your first few weeks, you will adapt to the new culture. And this also leads to great personal growth and it expands your perspectives and it will give you a richer life experience. I think just being able to see how different people live and how they think differently about what the best way to live is. And I think there's some pieces that I've picked up while I've been abroad that I'm like, I really like that and I want to take that on in my own life. And I think there's been other times where I'm like, eh, that's not my favorite. And I actually kind of like the way that Americans do it better. So anyways, I think it creates this interesting opportunity to see what cultures you're used to and to figure out how you'd like to adjust your own culture and the way that you live. And I think it's cool to be exposed to these different ways of life. Excuse number five is concerns around healthcare and insurance. So I completely understand why people are nervous about this because it is such a huge mess in the U.S. And I will say that healthcare systems and insurance policies, they differ across European countries and concerns about accessing quality healthcare. I understand why that's a concern and understanding how insurance works. It's it could be confusing for Americans that are used to having confusing insurance policies and healthcare and knowing how to balance that and the fears around costs and everything. But this is one of the most golden tickets about living in Europe is because European countries typically have free healthcare. So you are obviously paying for that through your taxes a lot of the times, but you don't have to worry about massive healthcare bills coming in the mail that you have to pay. Um, I've described this before. I had to go to the hospital a while back and I had to get a few tests done that would have been at least two grand out of pocket if I were to have been in the US, but I had that all completely free because I live in a European country. And I will also say that European countries, they generally have really great healthcare systems. I feel like sometimes Americans think that because it's free, then it must not be very good, but the quality of healthcare might even be superior to that of the US at times. So the quality is actually quite good in European countries. So definitely do your research on your specific country they're thinking about moving to and assess the the quality of healthcare there. But there's a really great healthcare situation in Europe. So definitely do your research on this. But I think that as you do more research, you'll become more comfortable and be like, actually, this is way better than what I have in the US. Excuse number six is worries about the cost of living. So a lot of Americans, they might think that the cost of living in European countries is higher than what they're used to in the US, but that's actually not true at all. The cost of living, it varies widely across Europe. And I will say that some cities might be just as expensive as US cities. For example, London is very expensive. 
Switzerland just as a whole country is very expensive. So like Zurich, for example, would be expensive. Paris is pretty expensive, but I would say that other cities and countries do provide a more affordable lifestyle. So you just have to budget and do your research. And there was just an episode that we did recently on whether you'd be financially better off in the US or Europe. So you can go take a look at that episode and see some of the financial considerations that you should look at. But there are definitely places, destinations in Europe that will match your financial situation and your what you're looking for in terms of cost of living and quality of life in your new European city. So definitely don't let this deter you. Excuse number seven is the legal and bureaucracy challenges. So there is a challenge sometimes of navigating the visa requirements, the paperwork around this, residency permits, and other legal processes in the foreign country. They can be complex sometimes and overwhelming and a big deterrent for people to move abroad. But this is actually a myth. I say this with a bit of hesitation because these sometimes can be quite frustrating, but I will say that while paperwork and the legal process can be complex at times, they are 100% manageable with the correct research and preparation. You just have to follow the paperwork. Like it will be okay. It can be frustrating at times, but a lot of countries do have the resources and support and services for expats or Americans moving abroad to navigate these challenges. And it is 100% something that you can figure out. You just have to do your research. So don't let the legal visa requirements, residency permits scare you away. Definitely figure outable. You just have to take the time to learn about it and you'll find your way. Excuse number eight is worries about the education for children. So parents might be concerned about finding suitable schools that match the educational standards that they're used to in the U.S., and they might be worried about the potential language barrier for their children, but I think this is a big myth because there are a ton of international schools and bilingual educational options that are available in many European countries. And these schools tend to offer really high quality education that caters specifically to expat children's needs. And I also do believe I don't have children, so take this with a grain of salt, but I do think that it's a great opportunity in thinking about my own future children, about them being able to learn a new language, being completely immersed in a different country to learn, pick up whatever that language is, as well as English language, and to completely be immersed in a completely different culture as well and a completely different lifestyle. I think that's a really beautiful thing for a child's upbringing and education and to have a broader mindset in terms of what life could look like and what different people are like. And I think that could be a really beautiful thing actually. And there are wonderful education options that are very great across Europe, as I said before. So there are international schools and bilingual education options, but I have known some parents who have sent their kids to the normal public schools because they want their kids to be completely and 100% immersed in the culture and the language and everything about that country. Excuse number nine is home ownership and property in the U.S. So the idea of leaving behind property and investments and assets in the U.S. can be a barrier for some Americans who are very financially invested in their home country, a.k.a. Great U.S. of A. But I do think this is a big myth because property ownership in the U.S. shouldn't necessarily deter you from moving to Europe. You can definitely 
keep these properties or investments in the US while you are living abroad and shouldn't be an issue. So this is something where it would be valuable to talk to your lawyer or accountant on what your financial situation could look like, but it shouldn't be an issue for any investments. I have investments in the US um, and if I don't own a property in the US, but if I did, like knowing what I know now, it wouldn't be an issue. And I have considered purchasing properties in the US while abroad. So I definitely would not let this deter you. Definitely not something that you should be super worried about. Excuse number 10 is worries about your comfort zone. So leaving behind the familiar and stepping out of your comfort zone can be a very daunting prospect. I don't blame you. Some Americans, you might be hesitating to embrace the change and uncertainties of a new country, a new way of life. I completely get it. It is scary. But stepping out of your comfort zone, while it can be intimidating to embrace the change and challenge yourself, can lead to a lot of personal growth, new experiences that are new, beautiful experiences, and a sense of accomplishment for what you've overcome. I will say, yes, you are going out of your comfort zone a little bit, by, or a lot of it, by moving abroad. But I think that it is such a beautiful, life changing experience. You don't want to miss out on it just because you're scared of your comfort that you're going to be a little bit uncomfortable because we know that any change, it is uncomfortable until it is comfortable. And that's with any change in life. So you definitely just have to get over that mindset barrier and do it. And it's the most beautiful thing ever. Okay. Excuse number 11 is around patriotism and identity. Now, stick with me because some people might be rolling their eyes, and this is a bit of a touchy subject, but we're diving into it anyways. So basically what I mean by this is there is a strong sense of patriotism or attachment to the American identity that can influence individuals to remain in the U.S. and to feel a sense of identity that's tied to your home country, and so it's harder to be pulled away from that and to live in a place that is not within your identity. This is a a little bit of a sore subject because I know that some people in the U.S., there's this attitude that the that the U.S. is not as good as it used to be, and people might feel like, I actually don't have any patriotism towards the U.S., but I think that there are some aspects of your American culture that you don't even realize that you hold on to because it's where you've been raised and it's all you've really known, and that's completely fine. I think the one thing that I will say that is interesting on this is there are some pieces about the U.S. that you'll realize that we do better and that you love, and there are some things that you will realize that you really don't like and that you wish were different, and I think that living abroad, it opens your eyes to some of these really big differences, and I think moving abroad, it doesn't mean that you're forsaking your identity or your patriotism, but I think that it will deepen your understanding of your home country and the world, if I may say so, in a broader sense, because you are able to look at the U.S. and the U.S. culture from the outside looking in, because whenever you have distance away from something, it becomes a lot clearer in a lot of ways. So anyways, moving abroad doesn't mean that you necessarily lose your patriotism. I think if anything, it just makes American culture or the culture of where you're from a lot clearer. And I think there will be some things that you're like, wow, that's really amazing that we do that. I love that that is the case in the US. And there are some things that you're like, oh, I I wish that that would change. And I think that's totally okay. And it's a part of growth and a part of moving abroad. And it's just a big 
mental, emotional development experience moving abroad. So anyways, that's all I'm going to say on that. Moving on to number 12. Number 12 is the excuse of, oh, I have the fear of the unknown. So I will say that moving to another country, it entails a degree of uncertainty. Of course, you're stepping into the unknown and there is a fear of the unknown that includes challenges like finding housing, making new friends, adapting to a new environment. And a lot of these things can be a significant hurdle, but I will say the myth is that while the unknown can be scary, having thorough research and preparing yourself can alleviate a lot of these concerns. And sometimes I always say, like, just close your eyes and jump off the cliff because you'll find that your fears diminish as you settle into your new life. And you'll, I think a lot of people psych themselves out and overthink it almost. So you want to do your research because it'll make what to expect a bit clearer and you might find a bit of comfort in that. But I think a lot of it is just diving headfirst into it and giving it your all and a lot of the fears will be naturally dissolved because you'll be completely immersed and you'll get used to what you're not used to because anything that is uncertain is something that we fear and is something that is uncomfortable until it is comfortable and until you're around it a lot. Excuse number 13 is the lack of a support network. So moving to a new country without a support network of people around you that you know and can trust and you know that they'll help you if you ever get into trouble, that can feel a little bit isolating to know that. Some Americans might worry about feeling alone or not having the same level of support that they have at home. But like I've said, technology is an amazing thing and you can connect with people at home faster than you think. You can have money sent over to you from overseas faster than you think. You can find people to connect with on a deep level faster than you think. There are a lot of expat communities, a lot of online groups, tons of Facebook groups, lots of local social events that provide opportunities to meet fellow similar expats and to build a support network in your new country. And I think that these people are really willing to open up a lot faster because they understand what it's like and you're all kind of in the same boat. Bottom line is there are a lot of expat communities. You can make very fast connections in these groups because everyone is in a similar boat and Everyone has this feeling of lack of a support network. And so you connect with these people a lot faster and you can build up that support network in your new country a lot faster than you think. And like I said, you also always have technology. You can hop on a phone call in five seconds and be talking to your loved ones and talking through whatever problem you're going through. You can have them send money to you very quickly if you ever needed to. So because of technology, everything is a lot closer than it, than it used to be and you're actually a lot closer than you think that you are. So wrapping up all of these, I'll go over these 13 excuses really quickly. So the first one is excuse around worry about family and friends. The second is about job and career. The third one is about the language barrier. The fourth is about cultural adjustment. The fifth is about healthcare and insurance. The sixth is on cost of living. The seventh is on legal and bureaucracy challenges. The eighth is on education for your children. Number nine is home ownership and property. Number 10 is comfort zone. Number 11 is patriotism and identity. Number 12 is the fear of unknown. And number 13 is the lack of support network. All of these excuses can be overcome. I hope that that became a little bit more clear after this episode, but 
I think it's just important to approach the idea of moving abroad to Europe with an open mind and just having realistic expectations and a willingness to address any challenges that come your way. I think that with the proper research and thinking through, a lot of these fears can be alleviated and yeah, just to get over these fears that you can actually achieve your goal of moving abroad because it is a very beautiful thing and I would hate for you to miss out on it. So Anyways, with all that being said, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Move Abroad podcast. I hope this episode was helpful. If you would be willing, I would love it if you would share this podcast with someone that you think that would benefit from it. If you know friends who has also been considering a move abroad or is always talking about traveling abroad, maybe this is something that they would be interested in. So if you wouldn't mind sharing this podcast episode or one of your most favorite podcast episodes with one of your friends, I would love that. It would mean the world to me. So Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Move Abroad podcast. I look forward to seeing you here again next week. Same time, same place. I'll talk to you then.